You're listening to The Age of Transitions. I'm your host, Aaron Franz, coming at you live this Sunday night, August 6, 2023, live every Sunday night from the facilities of Ocelli.com. First hour, The Age of Transitions. The second hour becomes Uncle the Podcast. Thank you for listening live and for supporting the network at Ocelli.com. Make a donation of $50 or more. Get a special, interesting gift from Chuck. He'll send that your way. Of course, my website is theageoftransitions.com. You can pick up the podcast there. You can support the show there. Have the Patreon page. Have my book, Revolve and Scientific Rise to Godhood. Have the t-shirts for the shows, The Age of Transitions and Uncle the Podcast. Also have the affiliate links to bookshop.org and also Libsyn. If you're starting a podcast of your own, you get promo code FRANZ for two months of Libsyn for free. Uh, we are live, as we always are, so you may call in. You can call in to 319-527-5016, or you can also use Skype. Uh, with Skype, type Chuck a message, type him one, and then he'll bring you on the show. And he is Charles Dutterchelli on Skype. Type him a message there or call 319-527-5016. We have a guest tonight, so uh, if you call in, Maybe you're listening, you got a question for the guest. be great to have you call in and join us. Uh, the guest tonight is um, a return guest, which I'm very happy to have back. I'm very excited. He was the author of Dancing With My Fate, and we had him on to talk about that book last time. This time, he's got a new book that's out titled American Values. So we'll be talking about that tonight. I'm excited. My guest is Sam Idlet. Sam Welcome back. Hey, Aaron. Thanks again for having me back. I'm also really excited to dig in and and hear your thoughts and share some more of my own. Hopefully some folks call in, too. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. And we we definitely encourage it. So, again, the number is 319-527-5016. Call in, ask Sam a question, uh, join the conversation be happy to have you but yeah it's uh it's great to hear you again sam to be talking to you and yeah the book is awesome i'll say just out of the gates i i got my copy and i read it and it's one of those books that it's like just incredibly easy to read it's uh, one of those ones you just sit down and you just consume it i could have easily sat down in one sitting and and did it i did it in two but it's very easy to read it's concise which i think is also quite nice too i i like the fact that it's not too terribly long i think that's actually um strength that the book has so um yeah overall i'll just say that out of the gates well done man Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I definitely always, when I'm writing, this is a little bit of writing nerdery, but, you know, I try to channel my inner Hemingway and, you know, I don't want to waste people's time. I don't want to sound, you know, like I'm putting on airs or being pretentious. I want to get to the point, get to the meat, and and hopefully I can connect because that's what I'm trying to do when I write is connect with people. So any, you know, frivolities that would distract from that is not really what I'm trying to do. It's not easy to, to, to write that way. And it took me about a year to write this book, but a um, sure. hundred pages took me a year, but you know, I, I think I, I appreciate you saying that because I'd like to believe that I, I achieved that. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's really engaging. Yeah, engaging and easy to read without a doubt. And it's an interesting format, too. I mean, how would you describe this book? What's what's the pitch to the reader on this book? What is this book? What's the format? Just like give us like a brief sort of like primer of what American Values is. Sure. So the the tagline, I like to have a little tagline and on the back, you know, the tagline says never stop trying to find out who others really are. Never stop trying to show others who you really are. That's the mysterious, you know, uh, hopefully that starts to pique people's curiosity. And then I invite people to, to join me on a journey across the United States from, from east to west. And maybe I think this particular audience of your show will pick up on a lot of things that maybe some other folks won't. But, uh, you know, I, I travel from east to west on, on a search for what's really valuable. Um, a lot of people have, have gone on a journey west to find gold and there's a lot of symbolic value in that and i'm doing the same thing i'm looking for symbolic gold okay now reading this was interesting because there's like so many stories and different places that you go you go to specific places like each chapter is like a new destination that you're stopping at on the road trip so to speak i was just wondering how many of these little stories are things that actually happened to you? And then also out of all these places in the book, how many have you actually been to? Have you been to all these places in real life? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? No, um, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's part of the mystery. And I think, you know, I'll say that I, I won't tell you which ones, but there are certainly a lot of things that I have done and that are real <laughs> in the book. And then there's some things that I, kind of recreated virtually using Google Maps and very, you know, I, I've dug, I dug into the space, you know, so mm. I, I know about it, but I haven't actually physically been there. But through technology, you can basically be virtually there to quote some old stuff that you, you had worked on in, <laughs> in the distant past. But, um, you know, you're able to, to facilitate a kind of a virtual um, scoping out of a place so it was a little bit of both. I, I did that on purpose because it's kind of intentional blurring of the lines between, you know, metaphor and, and reality, which is a very American thing to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. As I was reading it, I felt like you mentioned a lot of places that I myself have been to. And, and, and different things you bring up are things that are like things that I remember from my past, like all sorts of little details will pop up places like the stratosphere, um, a hotel. I've, I went to that when, when in 2008, when I first came into California, that was one of the places we stopped uh, on the way. And that happened to be the hotel that my wife and I stayed at at the time. So it made, it, it brought me back to that. And it's interesting. How did, it's like, how did that writing uh, strike you? Cause I'll, I'll give it. I'll give it away that I have not been to the stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. I've never I, even uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of of all the places I figured like, okay, he's probably making that up, but I, I found it interesting, and it made me specifically remember being up in the top of that building and looking down. It was it was nighttime, and looking down uh, through the windows, and you could see Vegas and and. Uh, 
just just that and just that trip uh, generally speaking that was my first encounter with the whole city because i've never been out there before so again it's kind of um it's an interesting memory for me. It kind of jives with what's going on in the book. I know that you're at the bar in this book. I I didn't go to a bar up there, but I did just kind of go and look out the windows, and it was cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that that I'm was one sure of many really things. <laughs> what, what was that? I'm sorry. I said I'm not sure if there's really a bar. That was an oversight, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't remember if there's one up there or not. I remember the windows. I, I don't know if there's a bar at the top. Uh, certainly, a bar at the bottom because the casino's at the bottom at the base there, and you better believe there's bars down there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was cool. And um, I mean, there's so many things that popped up. Another thing that popped up for me that just kind of brought me back to another time in my life was you're mentioning Kurt Schilling. I was like, mm-hmm. I, because uh, being from Pennsylvania, the the Phillies were on the TV and we used to watch Phillies games a lot. Schilling was one of the star pitchers there for a while back at the time that I was watching. So, you know, I know him pretty good. And you yeah, so that story up. was real. That, that was a real thing. And I, you know, I did play Little League. And I do have a real memory of having Big League Chew, and it was Kurt Schilling, and I thought he was cool because I was watching, I think it was either Phillies or Red Sox, I don't remember when he, you know, where he was in that moment, but, you know, I was young, and um, I think he was on the Phillies, he must have been because Red Sox was later. Um, Yeah, okay. and, And he had the pinch, as he always, you know, and I remember, like, mimicking that. And, you know, being like, okay, I'm cool now because I'm like a pro baseball player. Yeah, so the marketing of the bubble gum, that's what it was. It's like you can be like a baseball player, but you're not chewing tobacco. You're doing something a kid's able to do. So there. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, we can... We can back up a little bit and talk about that story, but it's it's just really good to hear you being able to relate um, so well to, to, to these stories. But, you know... Just in general, my intention here is to be relatable because, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of a a conspiracy yarn, right, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Yep. But I, I found that, you know, every book I've read that has been kind of um, the truth about the conspiracy, and you've commented on this a lot at length on your show, and it's it's scary and, you know, I, I, I'm, it is scary for sure. You know, um, the world can be scary and I think there's, there's enough of that, but mm-hmm. what there, what needs to be here in in my opinion, you know, is people being able to relate to others and not in a superficial way, but in a very real way. And so for me, that story about Kurt Schilling and, you know, marketers peddling, you know, activities for children that emulate cancer causing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like this is just a super relatable thing. Like everybody can get that on some level, you know, no matter what your upbringing was. Yeah. And it's not necessarily even, you're, you're not delving into conspiracy land by doing that. You're just like taking a casual observation of the world which, when done so, it's 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 quite like, I, I mean, it's 
it's it's crazy to think that something marketed to kids could have such a dark, subversive side to it. But when you look at it on its face, of course, that's what it is. But we just kind of take that as just a matter of course in our day and time. And, yeah, we don't think of it as, like, anything nefarious, it, uh, even though when on its face it is. And then that kind of – that point leads you – back to the conspiracy theory sort of realm and you're saying like well i think what you're saying is like look these just like things that we take for granted and don't even think twice about really sometimes we'll stop and we'll talk for a minute but when you look at it it's almost like a gateway to like well if this is going on it stands to reason that you can kind of take that analogy further and, and say well what else is happening and uh, it's almost as I, I don't, are you making an argument uh, for taking conversations further to what would be labeled by a lot of people conspiracy theory and trying to destigmatize? You're just trying to relate. Like what's what's going on here? Yeah. So. It's interesting that you asked me that. Um, so, you know, I know you, you and I, um, have a little bit more of the backstory than, than your listeners because, you know, I, I shared some drafts with you and such. So the, the early drafts of this book are, were very different from the end and they were full of examples. And it was like, and look at this and this, these politicians did this and you know, there was this historical event and yeah. this, if you look at this, then that means that they, they were, must've been lying. So maybe they were lying about this and, uh -huh. you know, and I, and I just took all of that out. Um, I tried to put myself in the shoes of someone who doesn't want to believe that because I think there's two types of ways to go about surviving this mess we're in. Mm -hmm. Um, and the first is to to think like I want to believe that there's a conspiracy because then I know the truth with mm. a capital T, yeah. and that's comforting. You know, at least you know your enemy, right? And then there's the other way to go about it, which is this can't be true. I mean, I my neighbors and you know there are people around me and they're good people. How could this be true? You know, so and both are valid. I mean, mm. and I think that that. Mm. There's, there is truth to both of those perspectives and, and erring on one side or the other in an extreme way is, is, is a folly. Um, so, you know, but on the other hand, you know, the example I gave of marketers peddling cancer causing substances to kids, you know, it's indisputable, right? So the, the fact is, there are very real dangers and they're hard to swallow. And that's really where I was trying to come about this book is that this is something that we can relate to each other, uh, you know, while at the same time, you know, acknowledging that, well, we can't really relate to them, right? The marketers, <laughs> like they're the other big other in the room um, in the unknown. Um, and yet, a lot of people are in marketing, right? Yeah. So, and I'm not trying to disparage. There's a Bill Hicks thing on marketing. Like, I highly recommend people look that up. But, um, <laughs> there's, you know, that, that notwithstanding, um, 
you know, I think that's the elephant in the room, right? It's it's not so much that I'm trying to uncover anything in in the first chapter, at least, or in the whole book, really, um, except for one thing, which is that, you know, it's it's the elephant in the room, right? That's that's part of what I think I'm trying to accomplish in this first chapter is that it's hidden it's hidden in plain sight. Yeah. What it is, I think I get into later in the book, um, and I I don't think it's people can like I said people can come at it in in different ways, and I kind of want to have that wide funnel where I win people over um, mm-hmm. and win their trust because that's important. I don't want to alienate people. Um, so that's where I tried to not make this about exposing one particular conspiracy yes. or something yes. else. Um, yeah. So no, that's, yeah. that's wise. I, the, I appreciate the push and the pull and it's, it's happening constantly in the book. It's like, well, yeah, you, you start going pretty far, but then you pull back and like, okay, like let's stay within reason or whatever. You know, there's definitely that happening as you're speaking in the book. And I really enjoy that. And I'm I'm going to actually wheel back around to Kirk Schilling. Um, have you seen him lately? Have you seen any of his, like, because he's posting videos and stuff, and he's very much gone into, like, the QAnon sort of uh, realm. Have you seen this? I had abs- I had no idea. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, very it's- interesting. And, yeah, I, look- and I tried, so I looked him up as of a few years ago, and he was kind of a cancer, a person that was like advocating for, you know, awareness mm-hmm. for, you know, drugs and, you know, tobacco and things like that. So, I mean, that's where I last, I don't have social media, I don't have anything. So I didn't, that, that definitely adds an interesting twist. Yeah, isn't it? I I, I thought there's I, I find there's a lot of synchronicities happening when I read this book, and that was one of them that popped up to me. And I was just curious. I'm like, does Sam know what Kurt Schilling has been up to like the past year or so? Because he's I, he's into that. Like, there's you can find clips of him talking about that stuff uh, online now. It's 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 really something. Interesting. Yeah. No, I I had no idea. <laughs> In fact, I'll, I'll just go off on a tangent. I can't help myself. Like the entire like 1990s Phillies that I used to watch on TV, like a lot of them have ended up like going into uh, the right wing alternative media ecosystem in one way or another. I know Dykstra was on Alex Jones like a long time ago. I want to say it was like a decade ago. Him and Alex really hit it off. They were buddy buddy on the air. Schilling is doing this now. I know Darren Dalton years ago got into like UFOs and stuff, but that was even before Dykstra went on Alex Jones. But I just I always found found it fascinating to see like all those guys I used to watch in the team, like they kind of went uh they went into these areas. I was like, huh, that's something. And you know, if I'm being honest, I've kind of gone into those areas a little bit myself. I'm like, what's what's in the water in uh back in Pennsylvania? There's like something going on or I d I don't know. It's just again. I mean, I think I think to your point, though, Aaron, I mean, I think a lot of people have at least dipped their toe into the alternative. And, you know, part of my point of this first chapter is that do you blame people for looking? I mean, I think there's a lot of responsibility foisted on us, you know, to, to get it right. And that's fair because there's consequences. And I, you know, I understand that and I do take responsibility for that. 
But on the other hand, I mean, we're, we're really stripped of agency in a lot of ways because there's so much information being withheld. So, you know, we're, we're blind, blindly grasping in the dark, you know, half the time. And so, you know, I, I tried to kind of capture that feeling of powerlessness. And that's more, you know, I think we're kind of moving on now into the chapter two, um, where, you know, like for me, I, I viewed it through the lens of coming back from Iraq. And, mm -hmm. you know, in Iraq, I saw, you know, this was at the height of the surge and, you know, Petraeus had just come out with the surge and all of this. And, you know, this was the elections in Iraq and democracy is coming and this is what we're seeing on CNN. And then I was there and it's like just whole neighborhoods just with bullet holes through all the houses and, you know, people yeah. living in fear and, you know, armed mercenaries everywhere from mm -hmm. all over the world. You know, it wasn't what it seemed to be on the on the TV at all. Mm -hmm. um, and what was really weird would be watching CNN in Iraq and, you know, you're coming back from patrol and you're like, oh, wow, OK, I guess the war's going well. Um, so. But then when I came back home, it was, I think I, I can have empathy or compassion for, you know, people that are trying to figure it out and yeah, they're probably getting it wrong. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dismissing the consequences of getting it wrong, but at the same time. I mean, what it, at the very beginning of this conversation, I said, you know, it's comforting to believe that you have truth with a capital T. Mm -hmm. And, you know, comfort is necessary to exist and survive. Um, and if it's a false comfort, but it's kind of, you know, being given to somebody as real, then that's, you know, then they're being manipulated and, you know, they're, they're a victim in that. Um, you know, now, yeah, we're all full grown adults, but, there's something to be said about that. Ultimately, people are being victimized because information is being withheld. Like people, you know, Alex Jones is an obvious example or someone now. And, I, you know, I don't I try not to talk about specific people too much because I don't want to get sued. But, um, you know, but, you know, there's plenty of examples of people that are like, you know, it has been revealed that they are not who they claimed they were. Sure. Right. Sure. Um, and so with that so rampant, I think it's. Well, it's hard it's, to know. It's yeah, it's hard to, yeah. how, how, do, how do you make sense of things when somebody is just coming at you so adamant about something? You, you come to realize like, well, they were just saying that and you, you don't even have yeah. all the answers for that. Like, well, we know we were just saying that, but we still don't even know all the reasons. We just know that basically they were. BSing, we can tell that much, but beyond yeah. that, and you can't even tell further than that. Yeah, you, you, and you can tell that they're BSing, but you know that. I'll just yeah. say, you know, there are some people that are really good actors. Yeah, sure. Well, I, I'm, I'm also, I'm fascinated by uh, the specifically you and your fellow veterans of the Iraq wars. And the other wars in the Middle East, I mean, you could apply the same sort of uh, 
dichotomy you were saying earlier of, well, how do you interpret reality? Do you just kind of say, well, you kind of like say, well, I, I choose to believe I'm not, I'm not looking at all those things. I'm not going to assume that it's such a dark world because it's comforting and you kind of just willfully don't. Or do you kind of look at questionable actions and start digging and, and looking for the truth? And generally, those are the two ways to go. And, and certainly that's – I've uh, knowing other veterans, I, I know they've done like yourself – specifically because of their service, the, the things they saw not jiving with, you know, the official propaganda lines that caused them to go, okay, well, what's going on here? And, uh, and honestly, uh, factions of, um, these right wing, uh, I don't even know what to, extreme right wing factions that have splintered off from conspiracy culture, I suppose we'll call them like, which can be exemplified in QAnon and certainly Stuart Rhodes and his buddies of the Oath Keepers. He specifically caters to veterans. He's like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. You, you, you saw horrible things over there. Here, let me explain to you what uh, is going on. And so a lot of them are now being victimized by guys like him. You know? Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, I can, I don't, I don't want to get into too much detail about that for me, but I'll, I'll just say that I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You know, and unfortunately, that was a stumbling block on my own path. Um, sure. You know, and there's some things that I look back and I, I, you know, I kind of grimaced to myself, like, oh God, why I was such a fool, you know, and it's hard not to feel like a fool. Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I draw on, though, when I have a desire to connect to others because, you know, I mean, I've been made a fool of so many times in my <laughs> life that, you know, come at me, tell me your story. You know, I will not judge you, my friend, because it's likely that I've been there. And if I haven't been there, you know, I'm, I've been to, to, you know, some, low enough places that I, that I certainly can relate, you know, even if I can't directly relate, I can certainly not judge. Um, so that's a blessing for me. I I feel, and it it took me a long time not to feel shame about making mistakes, you know, like, and like you said, yeah, there is those two paths. You put your head in the sand or you, you, you try and get it. And I mean, you know, well, I, I, I think I think you were I think you were kind of pointing to the fact earlier that this is kind of like the obvious outcome of the, this this world that we've been given is, and especially with this American mindset that we're we've been sold with, is it's all about the individual, right? So you are supposedly empowered to go out there and make yourself like go uh, build your own life for yourself and that includes interpreting the world as you see fit because you're an american and you are going to be able to you you can think and be as free as you want in your thoughts and we've done we've been giving that to such a degree but there's this atomization and, and and nobody can and nobody can find the truth on their own. It's it's not happening. And it, uh, even together, I don't think that's happening either. But just trying like the enormity of what we're faced with, 
And the thought right. of like the individual person going up there and facing that is just like, what do you expect is going to happen? You know, th- this happens to every, this is our kind of collective experience. This is right. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's so, you know, in a nutshell, it's, you know, we're being lied to, manipulated, um, you know, undue influence, uh, nudged, you know, there's lots <laughs> of ways that people like to describe it, but this is happening. We're being subjected to this every day, all the time by billion dollar vested interests that have the latest technology at their disposal. And we don't stand a chance, um, you know, sure. so and, and so, you know, the, the, the choice, though, what we do have is the choice, the agency to to. To to one acknowledge Right. Like this is the case. And that's kind of like if in a nutshell, what's my goal, at least for the first part of this book? Um, that's that's my goal is is let's let's acknowledge that this is the case. And I was able to do that only after I got over my my shame around making mistakes and looking foolish. And I, I like I said, I've done that a lot. Um, and I believe that if I cared, then I would, you know, make myself look foolish. So a good way to not look foolish is to not care. And that's a mistake, too, um, because if someone's punching your face, you in the face and you're like, I don't care. Haha, like you're still a fool because you're just getting punched in the face. <laughs> you know? um, yeah. So, you know, you, you have to care because it's affecting you. It's affecting us all. Um, you don't have to, but, you know, not caring is kind of, is a, is a, not a, it's, it's not the, it's not the right way to go. Um, it's not a good strategy. So we have to care, you know, and I think it's a good thing to care. I think we all should, but then, you know, well, all right, so what do we do? And that's the big (laughs) question. And so the first step, right. And I mean, in my book, I, you know, I, I get into, you know, my, my philosophy too there, but like the first step is admit it, admit, admit the, admit what the problem is. And the problem is we don't stand a chance against this massive, you know, propaganda machine. Um, and, and so, no, we have free will, but we don't really have free will in the way that the American dream presents itself to us. Um, because we are susceptible to these forces around us that that govern our, in some cases, you know, our very identities and how we see ourselves, how we believe our stories are. Um, yeah. So it's powerful, but at the same time, I find it's very liberating, right? And I, I try to. Um, manifest that liberation in the chapter on the desert and you know when when i'm out in the desert i feel again i wanted to make this about how i feel not about because this is this is they can't touch you here right like this is part of what i'm trying to say at the end is they can't they can't touch you inside in your heart because that's inside of you we all own that right and that's where free will is but it's from it, it's it's trickier than just you know belief because belief 
I mean, they can, they can, those things are, are malleable, but what isn't malleable is our, and it's not just like a purely emotional thing either, but it's like this gut instinct. You should always listen. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I don't know. Sure. Uh, sure. Man, and I'm trying to, to I'm trying to well, explain it. I'm, I'm kind of having a little bit of difficulty. It's, well, it's, these are all difficult things to articulate. And I think that's where the book actually does well is that it doesn't, it's not always trying to articulate the details. It's taking you on this journey because the book is set up as a journey, as you're saying, from east to west. Right. So that's what's happening. You're, the the list or the reader is along for that ride and following you. And I think it's an interesting format because if you're thinking about like a road trip or trip across the United States, that would afford you this sort of stream of consciousness. It's it's going to be the natural outcome of doing that is, especially if you're by yourself and taking this trip, you're going to have a lot of things going through your head. And you might right. find that, you know, you're, you're coming across some interesting sites along the way. And maybe you're, uh, maybe you're even having epiphanies just based on taking this trip. And right. So, I mean, that, that was, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm stopping at the diner, right? And how many scenes in, in American movies you pull up to the diner, right? And then there, yeah. there's the strange, the waitress that's like, you know, says something and you're like, huh, you know, and that's the introduction to a David Lynch movie, right? <laughs> but then, but then you start thinking about David Lynch, you know, and you're like, mm-hmm. huh, interesting, mm-hmm. you know, but, but that's where, I mean, and David Lynch actually plays with this very thing a lot. Um, you know, the merging of metaphor and reality, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I think you know it's, what, just, it's, 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 oh, go ahead. No, no, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, continue. I'll, I'll, I'll return to it later. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'll throw you off track. No, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I was just going to say, like, I wanted it to be experiential where you're in the diner. You're, this is America, right? Not the abstractions. It's the people. It's the places, right? So you're driving through it. You have an interaction. You feel something. Mm-hmm. And then you understand how that feels. And that's what's real. So mm-hmm. that's, the, that's my baseline for what is the real America? What are, who are we? What yeah. are we doing? You know, that feeling of, and it's not just a feeling, it's, it's understanding that feeling, um, is, is what's real. So anyway, go ahead. I, I want to hear. What, no, uh, I, I mean, I, I started thinking about Lynch actually. And, and recently I, I was thinking about David Lynch, uh, you know, while I had time to think to myself and, and, and realizing that I think I like the films of David Lynch. I know that's a hot button thing, whether you like it, you hate it. I, I really like them. I think, that, yeah. I mean, they're, um, he's an incredible filmmaker. I, yeah, I, I love the films. I really do. Um, yeah. and, and, and I was just thinking about it. I, I think one of the things I really enjoy about them is the dialogue in them is really ridiculous it seems ridiculous and it's hilarious and the things he has the characters say just seems so like when you're watching the film you go 
this this is not realistic. This is like some sort of weird, like cartoony David Lynch dream. But then I was thinking about it, and I, in my head, a lot of times I'll I will remember specific quotes from people that I've seen in my life, and, and I revisit these quotes over and over, and I'll actually say the things that they said because it was just so hilarious and bizarre. And I was like, you know what, like. What that person, this thing that, this memory that I can't shake, or just somebody saying something ridiculous, is exactly like one of those lines from a David Lynch film. So that's not necessarily like unrealistic, that sort of style of dialogue. If anything, like, I wish that there was more of that, you know, in regular conversation. But where, where there is, it's like so interesting that it makes you remember it. And I, I don't know. I'm just thinking about that. Right. Well, I would say that that's valuable. It's very valuable because that's you're connecting with somebody. Mm-hmm. They're they're putting themselves out there as they are, you know, mm-hmm. or maybe not. Maybe 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 inadvertently. Maybe they're trying to be someone they're not, but but somehow they expose something real and you remember that and that's yes. valuable because it's one, I mean, I think those kind of moments are very beautiful and meaningful. And two, it's like a mirror, right? Like mm-hmm. you look at it and you see a part of yourself that you couldn't see before, potentially. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. And, and, and it's, 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 you're doing that in such a bizarre, abstract way. The thing being said in these instances, these quotes I have in my head are, they seem like utter nonsense. They seem like they make no sense if you were to listen to it. But then somehow, and like a lot of times they'll have like a synchronistic quality, these sorts of things. Like I've heard people say things that I guarantee you they had no idea what they were saying, but like it, you could, you could interpret it from like an esoteric, standpoint where like like deep occult sort of meaning is being conveyed and yet i'm i'm guarantee you the person saying them these things was not thinking of it that way you know what i mean but the but the yeah. thing that they said is like really crazy and profound in a sense and there is this like synchronicity that's kind of like bouncing around and and uh, that you, you play with that concept of like at that one scene in the bar there's like three things on the TV and they're all kind of like saying the same thing at the same time. That's, I, I thought that yeah. was pretty cool. That's, that's kind of like you, you wrote into the book sort of a similar sort of concept. It's like, Oh, look at, I'm looking around and things are lining up in a bizarre sort of way. I don't know what's going on here. And, and that really happened because there was at, at the gym I used to go to, they would have, Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC on three big screens, like right in front of the treadmills. Uh-huh. And it was fascinating because it would literally be like the same headlines <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to the point where you could tell that they were talking to each other about the programming. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. it would be the same exact topic, <laughs> but one would be like, you know, extremely abrasive in one way the other would be abrasive in the other so it's just fascinating um you know to watch like i highly recommend people try that because i'm telling you it's like you you will quickly see that they collude in the storytelling um you just watch it for like 20 minutes 
Yeah, there's clearly a list of like approved stories, right? This is what we're all going to talk about today. And now go ahead and you do your particular interpretation. You put your branding onto it. And that's basically what it is. Right. And it lines up perfectly with that, uh, that, that, that dichotomy that we just talked about earlier, where it's like caring and not caring. Cause like Fox, it'll be like those liberals, isn't this a joke? You know, and then, yeah, yeah. and then the MSNBC will be like, you know, we care so much, but we're ignoring all of this other stuff, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, it's that exact dichotomy of this, you know, you put your head in the sand or you think you have the truth with a capital T and they trade off with each other. Mm-hmm. So it's not like one side is like one thing and the other is, is the opposite. Like they'll take turns. One person will say, Oh, this is the truth with the capital T. And then the other side will be like, Oh, those, those rascals like, ah, you know, and then they'll switch, you know? Yes. So it's, it's very interesting. Um, and it's like a dance an orchestrated dance on us. Um, you know, it playing out in our own minds, um, mm-hmm. you know, so, and I, and I will say this, I mean, I will say that I've done a lot of rabbit holing and meta <laughs> research. I mean, I'm, I, I, I think that, I mean, I don't, I don't, my personal takeaway is that, you know, a lot of people are, you know, same same as what you've said where like there's a lot of charlatans man and i mean you'd be surprised you know how how many and and again like i i won't name names but like you you've had the courage to kind of call out some people and i really appreciate that and i i feel similarly there are people that i'm like oh this guy's like totally legit and coming from the heart and then they're not you know, they, they, yeah. there's someone backing them or there's some agenda, you know, mm. people have agendas and that's fine, but there's some, it's a deceptive agenda where they're not, they're presenting themselves as someone that they're not. Yes. Um, and that's hurtful, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. and that's not, you know, that's not okay. You're trying to victimize me when you do mm-hmm. that. And I, mm-hmm. that's part of the book too, is like, look, like I don't, let, don't expect that I'm going to take this sitting down, man. Like <laughs> you're, you're trying to victimize me. Okay. This aggression not, will not stand, not okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dude does not abide. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> There's a California uh, quote there for you from a uh, fiction, no less, but it's a uh, pretty California. No, nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I had a question I wanted to ask you. This uh, you use this term, the community, and I found that interesting because I don't recall hearing that term being used. Just explain what that term is, where you got it from. Is it a term that's 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 in use that I just never heard of? Like, oh, what what is the community? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I kind of took a little bit of artistic liberty, but the the IC. Right. When the intelligence community. Right. And so I'm playing on this idea that the intelligence community calls itself a community. And, you know, what they mean is the agencies that make up the intelligence apparatus of, you know, the United States and Five Eyes and 
you know, it's an international intelligence community. And, and it's called a community because it's not one governance. You know, there's multiple countries, multiple organizations. And so, you know, I, you know, I, I basically started calling it the community just as kind of a tongue in cheek where I'm like calling out the fact that it's literally called the intelligence community. And so I'm just taking off that first bit and kind of expanding it a little bit to include just general, you know, military contractors and, and that group of people that, you know, kind of everybody knows is there. And, you know, and, and again, like I, I don't, I hope my intention is not to denigrate people mm-hmm. involved in that. And I think that's touchy too, but I, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I'm not one of those people that is like, Cause that's, cause that would be me with the truth with the capital T saying that I know, you know, all of this. And, you know, there are people that, that work really hard to, to try and keep people safe. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I appreciate that, you know, and, and I'm not going to take that away from anybody. Um, sure. sure. So, yeah, I mean, I, I want to make that part well, well understood. Um, mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, yeah, I mean, there's, as, as, you know, I do talk about a little bit in the book, like there, there's a whole lot that is still not reconcilable about things that have happened. And, you know, I'm not going to get into it because there are many other books about that. Um, you know, I just one, I really like Jefferson Morley's book on James Jesus Angleton. Um, I mentioned that one before and he's been a guest on Chuck's show. And, you know, I, I'd say it takes a lifetime to understand the nuances there. You could honestly just ro- watch the movie Three Days of the Condor, um, and you'll really get all you need to know. Mm. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've seen that movie, but... I haven't, no. It, it's great. It's, it's such a great movie. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's from the 70s, and it came out during the church committee, and it's, you know, it, it's... It's, uh, I guess, you know, just, just check it out, you know, anyone who's interested, but that was my kind of idea that this is a community of people and it really is. And I mean, I, I I know that, I mean, it's, it's, so that I just wanted to kind of have a shorthand way to refer to this. If there's anyone that's in the know, it's them. Right. Well, they should be by definition. Right. We all kind of hope they are, because if they're not, then we're then no one is, and we're steering off a cliff, right? Yes, <laughs> so. yes, yeah, we're in big trouble if yeah, that's the case, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's yes, the, just the the uh, use of the term community is as you're saying, it's definitely used. I've I've seen uh, intelligence community floated a lot, and and by those who are within it. If you go out there, there's podcasts with people from that community that label themselves as such, and those are fascinating to give them a listen. I I think it's always very valuable to go direct to the source when you're looking up something like, okay, if you have an interest in intelligence, why don't you go find a podcast where people are going, oh, hi, we're we're all here to talk about such and such a topic, and we're all from the intelligence community. Here's so-and-so, here's so-and-so, and here's me. I've been in it for 40 years now. And Give that a lesson. See, take what you will from that. 
If you're interested in secret yeah, societies, I mean, I, go so, find one of their podcasts because they're out there too. There's all sorts of interesting stuff. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I guess I would say I've been I've been misled from from that angle as well. I think mm-hmm. it's a good place to go, but ultimately, you know, don't don't take anything as gospel would be my advice. Well, yeah, sure. Sure. That's well, I mean, isn't that the trick with all this? It's like you 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 know that uh when they're saying something publicly, first of all, there's a bunch of stuff that's classified that they can't even put on the table at all. So their hands are tied when they're discussing a lot of stuff. You're not gonna get the full picture. So that's just on the face of it. And then you gotta go, well, might they be placing misinformation into public uh pronouncements to serve the ends of their operation is is this an operation and and asking those questions is just being savvy right and we don't have to have hard and fast answers to any of these questions but to ask them i think is a must when you're dealing with this stuff and it's that balance again yeah i mean ultimately too one thing i've i've kind of come to understand is it's the big other, it's the big they. And that's why I kind of tongue-in-cheek made it as the community, because this is a nameless entity that is not attributable, right? And and wouldn't they want it that way? Yeah. Right? Sure. Lack of attribution, because it's like, well, we didn't do this. This was a private citizen, you know? And that's that's kind of where the rabbit hole ends, right? Because this is uh-huh. now someone's privacy Right. And things like uh-huh. that. So, uh-huh. you know, and I think that's and that's kind of part of it. So for me, that chapter was less about, you know, critique or criticizing anything as much as it was just about driving people to the conclusion or hoping that people will come to the conclusion on their own that we're up against this we're in the funhouse of mirrors. You know, we're not going to be able to navigate this by ourselves and come out the other side, you know, with our head on straight because, you know, actually one of the things that um, I thought about a lot after our last podcast, you uh, you, you told me, um, you know, how'd you come out the other side? You know, and I, and I was like, well, you know, work in progress. But I think about that sometimes. I'm like, well, I, I kind of, I didn't really. I don't. Think there's no other side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <so> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But I think this book, I think this book, um, you know, is is about as close as I've I've come yet. I think you know there's there's more to come. Um, you know, I'm already thinking about some tweaks to to the last chapter, you know, or or something, okay. or maybe an afterword or something. And and I'm already working on another book too. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, that's what, that's what I would honestly have suggested. Is like just maybe leave this as it is, and then keep moving and make another book that's either similar to this or go wherever you know you feel you have to. Yeah. And, and pick it up from there. Yeah, because uh, this, yeah, no, I, I I really enjoy this as it is, this book. I think it definitely works. And, yeah, it's just, a, again, just a very easy read that elicits a lot. It really brings a lot up. It makes you ask a lot of questions. It makes you reflect on a lot of different things. And 
And also, it, it does the good job of not giving you too many hard and fast answers on things, which I think is the point that you're trying to make, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I think there's some things that are true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I drive towards those at the end, and, and I won't really give those things away. Um, but, you know, because I want people to buy the book. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, you know, and, and I, and I want people to reach out to me and talk to me about this. So, you know, I encourage people, it's not about money or, you know, for me, I mean, it's, it's about connection. So, you know, I would really like for people to pick up a copy and, you know, reach out to me and, and, and start uh, a conversation if you have thoughts. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, I have, I know we're like almost out of time here. I have like a, uh, something I wanted to kind of. Yeah, yeah, no, with, no. Yeah, 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 if no, you had any other questions, let's, um, let's dive in. And, well, before that, let's just, uh, first of all, I'll, I'll say that I put the um, link to this on my bookshop.org affiliate link. So if you go to bookshop.org, you'll find it at the top of my little Books by Guess is at the top of that now, so you can find it there. I was going to ask, do you have your own website for this book? I know there's one for Dancing with My Fate. Do you have a website for this book or or, or not yet or no? No, um, I don't. And, uh, you know, just laziness on my part. <laughs> so That's okay. I, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, look, man, like people, very few people um, – you know, buy books like this and it's a shame. And I, you know, I hope that more people will buy this book. Um, it takes a lot of work and I I know you can relate to this, Aaron, because I know you put a lot of work into the podcast and I'll tell you, you know, your podcast has really, um, been meaningful to me. And so I appreciate it. I, I think, you know, every ounce of sweat that you put into this thing has been worth it. If you ask me, um, for what it's worth. And, uh, and so that's why I'm doing this is, is to, you know, hopefully a couple of people and, and I know people have reached out, like there have been people that have told me that like you and, and there's been some other people too, that this, that my book has really meant a lot to them. And mm-hmm. that, that is worth, <laughs> that is very valuable to me. Um, you know, very valuable. So yeah, pick up a copy and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's short. So, you know, most you'll lose is, you know, a couple hours. And I know for some people that's a lot. So if it's going to stress you out, don't worry about it. (laughs) You know, really, I I don't, I don't want you to be stressed, but yeah, I mean, if you have the time and inclination, I'd, I'd love to, to dive in. Now, now you said that you'd like people to get a hold of you. What's the best way that they can contact you? So if people go to the Dancing With My Fate website, there's a email address on that website. Go ahead and email me there. That's that's the best way to get a hold of me. Okay. That's dancingwithmyfate.com, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dancingwithmyfate.com, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's that website. Yeah, I definitely, I recommend the book to everybody. It's an enjoyable read. 
like thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable. And yeah, there's a lot to take from it. So yeah, American Values by Sam Idlet. Was there was there something else you wanted to mention here, Sam, before we uh, shift gears, so to speak? Yeah, yeah, just one thing. Um, you know, the the point. If I had to distill it into two sentences, you know, I, I think want to just you know put this out there. Um, you know, we, we don't life life is is more beautiful and and more meaningful when we confront and explode our symbols that are live in our heads and they restrict us. And, you know, we, we don't have to have illusions like money, sex objects, status, some kind of identity that we believe is ours that has been given to us. We don't have to be illusions. We don't have to be the identity. We don't have to be a sex object. We don't have to be a rich person. These things are illusions. And that's what my trip has taught me. And now you all know that it wasn't a real trip, but maybe it was. (laughs) So so don't stop believing. (laughs) Nice. That's what I'll leave you with. (laughs) Okay. I always like leaving it with the song lyric. That's a good in my book and i have to ask you sam uh do you want to stick around for the uncle show in the next hour do you have to get going i am gonna uh drop off i i do want you to uh tell uncle i said hi um i got an early wake up in the morning i hear you so yep yep all right. Well, it yeah. was great. It was. It was I, I will tell Uncle hi, absolutely, and it was great to have you here. And you're always welcome back, man. Even if you just want to call in, you're welcome to do, do that. But we'll have you back as a guest again, man. It's always great to talk to you. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, thank, thanks a lot for having me on. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I hope to do it again sometime. And, um, Chuck, I know I'll, I'll be on Chuck's show, I think, sometime soon so hopefully listeners will be able to catch that as well so cool thanks Aaron. all right yeah yeah take care sam all right yes yeah, stay tuned to the ocelli radio network sam will be up on a chuck's show in the near future but the even nearer future this becomes uncle the podcast uh right now so keep listening if you're listening on ocelli.com uh, this of course was the age of transitions Theageoftransitions.com is the website. My name is Aaron Franz, and as always, I will leave you by saying, Seeker. Theageoftransitions.com radio network. WallStreetWindow.com Gold, silver, the stock market. WallStreetWindow.com Perhaps you're invested deeply. Perhaps you're not in deep enough. Maybe you're thinking about getting started. WallStreetWindow.com Michael Swanson, the brilliant author of The War State understood these trends professionally for many years and now he gives you the benefit of his knowledge. 
WallStreetWindow.com. Go there now. Go there now. Go there now. You're listening to the Ocelli.com radio network. Go ahead, caller. Yeah, I'm interested in the truth about the JFA assassination. Right. Well, what do you want to know? Judy Baker's wild claim, Oswald girlfriend, he knew Ruby and Barry, cancer weapons. Really? I imagine I could claim I have four wheels. It doesn't make me a wagon, but okay. Oswald was on the kill team and trying to prevent the murder of John Kennedy. Come on now. Has a real effort on the JFA assassination broken into her claims? Go to Amazon.com. Enter Judith Baker in her own words. You'll get results for a digital copy of a book where Walt Brown utilizes her own words and the known evidence in the case to get at, well, <laughs> a different perspective, let's say. You can get Judith Barry Baker in her own words from the author himself, signed, if you request it, by contacting Dr. Brown at K-I-A-S-J-F-K at AOL.com. It's a fun book, and it actually dissects the many, many fantastic claims. Judith Barry Baker in her own words. Thank you for all the great information. Strikes and Tanks by Larry Hancock. Secret wars became a staple of U.S. covert operations and are still happening today. Larry Hancock's book, In Denial, rips the cover off many of them. Using new files, it exposes things about the Bay of Pigs that no one has ever written about before. It shows why it really failed and why the United States did not learn from it. It also shows why other countries today are doing secret operations with more success. This is the book that puts what some want to deny into the light. In Denial, Secret Wars with Airstrikes and Tanks. Larry Hancock. For more information, go to Larry-Hancock.com. Pick up your copy of In Denial at Amazon.com in digital or physical form. Revelation through conversation. Watch out. If you're sitting down for this, or if you're standing up, you better get ready for this, because it's going to hit the air, eardrums. Uncle the Broadcast. Hey, to Uncle the Broadcast, my name is Aaron. I'm the nephew-in-law. Here with me is the star of the show, Uncle. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. 300... 
in 05. That's right. Is the message. 305. That's 305 is uh, uh, answered tonight. That's where we're at, everybody. Episode number 305. Uncle the Podcast, live every Sunday night on Ochili.com. We start at 11 p.m. Eastern. Let's get those calls running there, Chuck. Get them rolling. Let's roll them out. All right. So right now, I know this, Uncle. uh, Weird night. We've got one listener in Australia, and everybody else is in America tonight. Wow. Everybody oh. else is in America. So they had it all last week, so they don't want to listen tonight. I guess we were, we were all yeah, over that, the world last sense. week. Yeah. <laughs> we scared off the international listeners. The international last week. <laughs> listeners. That's exactly what he said. We did a fine job of that, Uncle. Yeah, I don't know who you had. You guess it. I want you to take my guess away. Well, I, I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse, <laughs> excuse. Here in the go. previous hour, yeah, I had a guest. I know. Uh, took him, took my guess away from the uh, people, other people. Yeah, the maybe. KKK took your guest away, Uncle. I'm yeah, sorry. that's a mistake. It wasn't, it wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe it yeah. was Uncle screaming about hanging people last week. At, uh, <laughs> that, you know, uh, might have been that, or uh, <laughs> I don't know what it was. There are a couple of things that might have scared a couple people off, yeah, but yeah, we we don't out. worry about yeah, that, yeah. Uncle. We just. Let it all hang out on this show. Have you listened to my uh, shows yet? Chuck, J- 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 I put some more out for you to listen. Oh, what, what on uh, Instagram heard. and stuff? Yeah. I haven't been over to Instagram this week at all. I was trying to catch up to everything, and uh, finally I'm almost caught up. So, <laughs> Well, look and listen to that because I put uh, one on today. Two on today. Two, two, on, on, today. two on today. And Instagram. Uncle's talking about his videos that we've been posting. Videos that we were posting. They've been going quite well. Yeah. Uh, so I was shocked at the one at the uh, at the soccer because I didn't really think it would go. And boom, lots all of, of views. a sudden, a load of views on that. Lots of views. Yeah. You listen to that. So um, I, I was shocked to hear that because well, I, I was I meant to say something, but I didn't mean to say it. Okay, I was recommending people go check out that uh, trip out to the uh, all-you-can-eat shrimp joint because I wanted people to go <laughs> oh, see yeah, that. that one. Well, that one, yeah. I should then that should have went over. That, it should have. Sadly, that sadly went all that's the, way the video that I put the most work and mm-hmm. honestly uh, love into. Yeah. And it's gotten far less views on the view counter than these other short videos that we they, just make on like a whim, basically. Yeah. Less food? Far less. Far, that's very, that's very, you, you, that's very surprised. So more people. I thought that would be more. more you would think. Yes. More people Production are watching. Yeah. Yeah. Shrimp? People go crazy for shrimp? You would have thought. Where is this place? Well, people went more for your tuna fish than they went for the uh, Big J Sanders. Isn't that, wait, is that his name? J Sanders? Yeah, yeah Big Gerald Sanders. Gerald yeah. Sanders. Yeah. Sorry, not J Sanders. <laughs> Gerald Sanders, right. James. They went They went crazy for your tuna fish and uh, God help us all, uh, sauerkraut. And, uh, <laughs> you know. I, you just got to get into it, Chuck. I, I like don't know what <laughs> I like sauerkraut, too, on a hot dog, on a sausage, you know, uh, but uh, tuna fish? Yeah. I ain't one coming. I don't know what it tastes like. Put, and, and picking up from that, I put the video, in. one of the videos we shot and posted today was yeah. Uncle making a cheese thing 
The title of the video is called Cheese the Cheese. And he's just making a cheese lunch in the microwave. Yeah, and I so we posted it to Instagram. I reposted it to YouTube. It's already nearly at two thousand views on YouTube, which is quite good. <laughs> the people I'm telling Not you bad. Chuck. I'm telling you something. They go crazy on just my meals that I make. <laughs> uh, people on Instagram and then where he poses them. It just absolutely go dang crazy. It's not unlike the Food Network, Uncle. Yeah, no. We're basically doing the same thing. Yeah, well, well, the network, we throw the network, their network out of the dark waters. Sorry, with Guy mine, With mine, because see how many poor people got on listening. Move over, Gordon Ramsay. Whoever they are that's talking. That's right. All of you. All you, you celebrity know. chefs, you don't stand a chance. Because we've got yeah. a whole new take on... Uh, how, how to make a meal mm-hmm. and and people are really listening to it. They sure are. Yeah, it's exciting. So it's... Yeah. It's interesting. It's somewhat discouraging to see the videos you wish would do good yeah. not. However, I will say, That's what I, do, I will say this because we're making this content and we're experimenting. I, I keep kind of dancing around this every time we talk about this, but we're kind of like playing around, Uncle. We're putting stuff out there. And foods? Well, yeah, I guess you are with your food. You're kind of playing with your food, aren't you? Well, some in a way. Sometimes. Some in a way. Of making the mixture of how to make it. Yeah. That's how I'm doing it. How are the gamer streams doing, though, when you guys play games? Are those... Uh, That is less, because I've been asking him. I wanted to play a couple of them, but he just haven't... Uh, They're not taking rotate himself okay. to move along here. Well, well, exactly, Chuck. You're you're getting at this in that the the streams we did of those didn't got limited engagement. I really yeah. enjoyed them, and people I showed did. up live that regular yeah. listeners, and that was a lot of fun. Like I, I'm still like to get into. Okay, but I just think it's my my. Gen- but, My general take on this is, like, I really like a bunch of the stuff that we have already done. Mm-hmm. The gaming stream's good. The videos, like the Gerald Sanders videos, very good. Um, and, again, you could lump the merchandise into this. I think it's good. But what I want to do is keep making more of the things that appear to be getting the attention and have and that's the ability my... to be like those breakthrough moments. And I'm I'm thinking, that's which in food. a way, yeah, it's these short videos, which it's is kind of It's my short good. videos of my food. That's it's, what's doing it. it looks it's like kind we, of annoying because we're not putting much work into it, but it's also kind of good because we can make them so easy and keep making them. Maybe one of them will catch fire so much that it'll become something. But it's like your five-minute cooking show is the thing that's working. I, 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 don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, it, it right? is. Isn't it weird? It's, it doesn't it really make sense. I mean, uh, even though you don't like sauerkraut, Chuck, <laughs> I understand that. But but people go absolute bananas for it yeah. in Instagramming. And, and, I mean, this is crazy. And I'll say hello, Creative I, Accidents. He's in the hello. Twitch chat room. He's also at the Ocelli.com chat room. Hello, Creative Accidents and everybody else listening. Yeah. Glad to have you here. And it's we've done a great job with everything we've done thus far. And we have a dedicated audience. The audience at Ocelli.com is the best. But I also believe that there's a way to expand this. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying to put effort. And, and the reassuring thing here is that perhaps 
with the least effort, you can get the most returns. And that's the positive I'm taking from these bizarre videos we've been Whoa. posting. Now, it hasn't exactly happened yet. We've been getting a lot of views for what that's worth. But I, it's it's fun, and it could work, and I think it's good material. So but what with, you're yeah. saying, then, with that in mind, I'm going to try some this stuff this week. instead yeah. of the games. For now. For and, now. And, and I'd for like now. to return to the gaming streams. Perhaps we'll build up an audience by getting attention somehow. Oh. And then we can return to the things we really like doing and the people will be there. I don't know. And I, this might be all a pipe dream as well, this whole thing. But we're Telephone. doing what we're doing. Hold on. We got a call on the ring. That's the first ring on the call. And I bet you Jimmy. All right, Jim. <laughs> Come on in. All right, call. Hello. Hello. You got a little, you called it. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? Nailed I it. know, by the way, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the, um, what is that? Um, training camp. Mm-hmm. Your training camp. You should be proud of your team right now there, Jimmy. Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. They got something cooking. I, I don't want to jinx myself, but everything looks good. I mean, we should have an outstanding season. Yeah, that just is saying that. It should. It should be that way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think I know how they're doing it now, though. <laughs> the people on that, I'm, just a moment, Chuck. The, the people on that are doing it this way. They're putting it. Day by day on each um, game on each player. So they'll show one for one week, couple of uh, teams, and then off and then another week, another uh, three days. So that's how they're working it. I, I'm seeing how they're working it. Mm-hmm. The training camp thing. That's how it goes. That's how it moves. So Have you noticed that, Jimmy? Have you noticed that, Jimmy? Yeah. No, that's how it's worked. Yeah. I, I just realized. I kind of heard the, uh, that, that the head coach said that that's, I know what he's up to. I mean, I don't know. What? He thinks that he's going to be coach. pretty good. Head coach? I, I think coach? that quarterback we got from you was a good deal in the long run. In the long run. That's what we've been trying to tell you. <laughs> he will work on the long run. Not the short one. In the long run. Yeah. And, 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 and time come. Time come, he'll pick it up. He's probably already got some nice uh, places how to play and, and, and game thinkings. But, but in the long run. Jared Goff. We're Jared Goff would be... He's doing fairly well. Yeah, yeah. 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 We've said before, we, I I know I want to see him do good. I'd like yeah. to see Jared. I think he's good. going to. So I hope he does. Yeah. He definitely has the ability to. So, yeah, it's just, you know, being in the right place, uh, doing the right things. I, we'll see. Yeah. This, I'm, I'm interested to see how the Rams do this year because I, I don't even know how to predict it at this. I don't know what they're up to, honestly. That point I just said, no, just no, by that? telling him, day by day they show a couple of training camps. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen them. No. I haven't seen – I haven't even seen the Dolphins. 
training camp. Guys, see all of them. All 32 teams. I'm just saying. And and we haven't seen half of them. So, so in the time in this whole this coming week, we'll probably see three, and then another set of three. It's three times three, six going down is how they operate the show. Got it on the um on the on the. Netford. Sure. And, and, and yeah, you're talking about it. the tele- television. When they televise, televise the training camp. Televising. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We shall see then. I guess we might learn that. That's how we, we are going to probably see it, how, how it works. Okay. I'm just realizing that today. I just found that out today. Can't wait to okay, see that this. one. And then they show the faces of what training camps are going to be. The quarterback, the receiver, and the linebacker. They show... What camp? That's how they show it. Oh, okay. That's their format. Huh? That's their format. Yeah. So yeah. I ain't know how they do it. Have you seen any of these televised training camps, Jimmy? You've been, oh, yeah. Have you, have you seen any? I haven't seen it. Yeah, we catch a couple because uh, oh. they do what sometimes they do them not far from here, like 50 miles from where I'm at. So, like, the yeah. local news will show it. Oh, yeah, Live. you're local. You're That's local. Cool. You're a local team, so you'll be a local person to see that. That's cool. It's like us seeing it in seeing the Rams. Rams. I haven't seen. Well, we haven't seen it because they haven't caught us. Yeah, yet. and you haven't seen the Rams on the local news yet. Right? I haven't seen any of them yet. But they're coming. They'll I'm be. sure they're coming. It'll be there. It'll be there. And then, of course, we'll have the preseason games. Those will be interesting. You'll see the new talents. That starts October, August. I mean, August Like in 10th. a couple of weeks? 10th. Or not even, like a week. Like oh, not oh, even. Less not than even. A, this week. This coming week. Yeah. They, okay. They'll start playing the preseasons. Oh, exciting. That, that's what's going to happen. Bring it on. So... So, yeah, football's coming back, and as such, we will be talking about it here and there on the yeah, broadcast. On the name. This is a sports show sometimes. Sometimes a sports show, sometimes. sometimes. Whatever Some, I make it. Sometimes it's, it's about it food. Is. Sometimes it's so, about sports. Yeah. So it's that's what they call the comedy show. <clears throat> it's always comedy. And it's always comedy. So uh, I, I, you can throw, I throw that all into it. Mm-hmm. So whatever I'm throwing into my broadcast, that's what it's going to be. It's a mix. It, yeah, that's the word. It's a all, mixture. It's an interesting mix. So, yeah, we like to be eclectic here. We I like mean, a little uh, bit of everything. Yeah. We're just trying to break through, Uncle. We're trying to break through on the online media scene. We're trying right, to right, be right. Uh, visible. We're trying to get engagement. We're trying to get views. We're trying to get likes. We're, we're trying to get people that understand actually my podcast is what we're trying to do <laughs> that's the elusive and thing that's the main thing <laughs> what are you laughing at psychic well, i'm yeah. trying to talk and you're yapping over here <laughs> see he's even laughing on my podcast in here if we find somebody who truly if somebody truly understands this show yeah they deserve i don't know what but some kind of prize of some kind if chuck, you understand the show chuck what do we got anything in as we can do something. Uh, what do you want? Prizes? Uh, what could we kick out 
What can we kick out? I don't know, cause you guys ain't making anything. You're not making nothing. Uh, you're talking about you're talking about the merch, Uncle. The I, merch stuff. You're, you're upset that we don't have new merch. I got all merch kinds of stuff. stuff. I got all I'm kinds of stuff. I'm trying to talk to this man here, sidekick here. Well, he don't got nothing. I, I well, we have Uncle the Podcast T-shirts. Well, that's it. But that's all. Nothing <laughs> else. We're gonna have more. Well, Uncle, this. Well, I gotta give some to Chuck. Chuck is pushing. He is. He He's is. doing more work than you are. Maybe. Yes, not, no, maybe. Okay. He's pushing it out. Okay, definitely. Like a, like a <laughs> nice-looking T-shirt. Like a nice-looking some other stuff or whatever it was. Hats. Hats and other things. But um, what are you doing? Um. T-shirts. I don't see nothing. <laughs> and I'm still yelling about the Trump classes. Nope. Not here yet. Uh, we've got some. Here I go in. I'm starting my roundup. We, we've got some engagement in the chat here. We've got Sally Doll X 13X. Where's Samus Davis? She's asking. And then also, he wants Uncle the Podcast pop sockets. What the heck are those? That's a product you suggested, Uncle? I don't know. I don't remember. See? You don't even know. I don't know what a pop socket is. Dad, what do you know, Chuck? You know about that? No, I don't. I don't know what a pop socket is. No, I don't. <laughs> well, whatever it is, I'm working on it, and it's coming. You're working on it. It's, what the heck are you working it's on? It's in the pipeline. Uh, we got right. big things going on. Here. Right. Big I hear that, but I don't see it on the line show. <laughs> we we have shows the likes of which have never been seen before. I know nothing okay. there. <laughs> like no one's ever seen. Before. I know. I know. For Chuck, though, is going to have me a T-shirt. One day it comes. One that day. I know it. I know he's gonna come out with it. Oh no! I got, uh, yeah, I got a t-shirt coming, coming for you. Or I, where is it? What? Yeah, I got I got a shirt coming for you. I got I got to wait for it to yeah. show up. I told you. That's I, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But 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 this yeah. man, I don't see that. nothing. What uh, the heck? You just the well, just the regular t-shirts. Well, uh, uh, Sally Doll's saying that she made pop sockets up. So so we got that going. She made the pop. All right. Oh, she made. Apparently, it's a made-up term on the fly. But that doesn't mean we can't make them. Is my attitude? I, I'm I, I got a can-do attitude, Uncle. Why? What's this can attitude? I say, if you can think of it. You can do it. Pop socket sounds like candy. Well, when, well, let's get moving then. If you can do it, like candy. But I don't see nothing moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can believe it. it. You can believe achieve it. it. Uh, I hear that. Okay. I can hear it, but I'm gonna see. If I see my eyes, big up, and I see something. You got to see it in eyeball. You got to. You got to. In my standpoint, I yeah. got to see it in eyeball. And you do. I, As my meals. You see them when I make them. Yes. Example. Yes. That's showing you something. Okay. You see. I see. But the people have to see it on Instagram, of course. But, but it's there. Oh, uh, we, now, now Creative Accidents has an interesting insight at the Ocelli.com chat. He's saying, Uncle, I like your weather report on Instagram. What you need to talk to Be Prepared Frankie McDonald. You don't know who that is, do you, Uncle? Michael McDonald. It's a singer. <laughs> I remember that. McDonald. Michael McDonald you're thinking about. <laughs> I remember his songs. Michael McDonald, yeah. Yeah, that's the one you're talking about? Uh, Instagram? This is uh, a different guy. This is Frankie McDonald. He's he's 
carved a little niche for himself on social media where he's an interesting guy that lives up in uh, Canada um, oh. and he I think British Columbia he, and he um, he does these weather videos and he's an interesting guy he does weather videos and he's he's created an audience for himself and so he not unlike what we sort of hope to maybe do with our show he's he's done it so Maybe we should uh, reach out to him and see if he could be a guest on the show. He'd be a good guest on the show. Okay, again, Carl. Yeah. Frankie, yeah. We'd love to have you on the show. So maybe I'll send out an email here soon. Send out an email. Mm -hmm. I heard you say that. There we go. Just hanging out there, zinging out to him. What's his address? Uh, Yeah, I can find him on. That should be that fast. Okay, new information These on things and new things. New info on pop sockets. Uh, now we're being told pop sockets are the handles on the back of phones. I made up that Uncle wanted them. LOL. Okay. Uh, phones? Yeah. The Hell, back of back of a phone. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You got this? Are those those ones? Oh, for a cell phone, those weird little handles. Wait, that the things you stick on the back of a right, cell right. phone sort are of stand up. Those you talk like about. That? Now it is. I have a one, but my my zip thing came off because I lost the uh, glue off of it. Uh huh. Is that what you're talking about? I think that. I guess so. I guess we are. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, my wife has one. Yes, I believe so. And, and uh, a lot of yeah, people have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the one she's talking. I know what she's talking. It's about. a little like yeah, it, yeah. it almost looks like a. Uh, I, I've. Um, <laughs> I've have one. I have one, but I can't put it together because I don't have the glue. I have oh. a few of them. It's like a cabinet drawer. Pull How do you get the glue on those with this lady? Hello. Uh, <laughs> well, this is all from the, the Twitch chat. That all right, Twitch chat. How do you get the glue from them? How do we get the glue? It's the me. Okay, it's okay. The they, they they hear. They hear. They definitely hear the question. How do we get I'm the sure. glue? How do we get the glue for pop sockets? Pop sockets yes. to put some together because I have have one that I have. It needs to be repaired. Got to be repaired. It might take a minute to get on the phone. Yeah, it might uh-huh. take a minute to for them to hear it on Twitch. I'm not sure if there's a little delay between you and Twitch. I don't know. Uh, oh, like wow. I know there's a minor delay on Ocelli.com. Like it's a little behind, but not uh, by much. I assume if they can. She's saying, I got you, Uncle. There you so, go. She's thinking of the question, so uh, right. have an answer. Because I, uh, I um, uh, is there a way you can get some, or get some glue to fix it? Yeah, there's probably a way to repair it if you took a look at it. Either uh, that or, you know, you just get a new one. That's uh, a popular way to go with a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. The problem but, is, well, where? Yeah. Uh, it might be glueable. Yeah, I know it's it can be doable. I think it is. Just to put a little glue on it and pop it on. I, I have, have to take a look. Yeah, uh, I am. I'm can put it on it. I know the ones she's talking about. No, we know now. Now I know we what she's talking because I had product. them in. Uh, I had them in Chapman. I bought a couple in Chapman. You used That's to use them I, on your phone. I had them on my phone. I know what you're saying. You found it useful. Yeah, to have that on your phone. It is. It is. Okay. But it has to stay there for a while. That's yeah, the trick. When it's glued, that's the part. Once it comes off. Once it comes off, trouble. You can't get it back on. 
That's what I'm asking if she knows how. She's saying a new one would be best, so she's going with that answer, is that it's difficult to repair, easier to replace. So it goes, Uncle, in this oh, planned and, obsolescence. And they got those in, in what places? Uh, I've, I've seen them around in all sorts of different places. Uh, stores? The, the phone stores must have them. Probably phone truck store. stop would phone have store. them. Maybe souvenir shops have them branded with whatever the souvenir shop is. Weird little... I mean, you might find one at a Ross dress for less because they have weird stuff in there. You know, you find it anywhere, I would think. Even drift store. A drift store you might roll up on. You oh, never know no. what you're going to get it there. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, it definitely could be. We might have to check. <clears throat> yeah. You can get ones that slide on and off and are magnetized. I'd rather have them slide on and off instead of You can't. Th- that's what this says. It says you can get ones that slide on and off and oh, you are magnetized. Can. That's that's what she just said. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, let's see if we can look for that kind then. There you go. Because that's the kind I'd use more than I would for the glue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's fun. see here. The current view count on Cheese the Cheese with Uncle is up to 1.9K views. That's not too bad for being the first day. That's all I'm saying. Going back to that again. I can't help myself. That's the uh, one I made today, Chuck. That's, yeah. So not bad. Um, we shall see. It's just another Sunday night on com. That's all we're doing. We're just here talking. Yeah. We're talking. I don't know. We're, we've got our caller, Jimmy. He's yeah. on the line with us. We've got a pretty good engagement across the chat rooms, be it Twitch or the com chat room. A lot of action going on there. We got an audience, Uncle. Yeah, there's a few people listening. They're here. They're there. There is. Oh, um. School man, I um, heard he was in the chat room, but I haven't heard him talking. Yes, yes, he was earlier. I think he still is the in the Ocelli chat. He was not entirely sure if he's still there, but he was earlier tonight. Mm, Pop Talk your show. Yeah, yeah, he was there during my show. Uh, yeah, you don't want to go to the comedy show. Mm-hmm. That's his one. Yes, indeed. You, too, could join the chat at Ocelli.com, or you could watch this live stream, Uncle the Podcast live streamed on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter or X or wherever they call it, Uncle's account there, and even Telegram if you can find a weird little uh, corner of Telegram. Did anybody notice my new glasses on? You, yeah, we're not here. We're on the show. You're wearing new glasses? Yes, hello. We're on the show. Uh-oh. Oh, is that? The... Oh, no. What is this now? Oh, that's the thing. Okay, let's show oh, this. Oh, that's just this. We're no, getting... That's the thing. This is... What is this thing called? A pop what? Pop socket. Pop socket. Pop socket. This is what... Uh, but this is... Is this glued? No, this one is the sliding one. Oh, the sliding oh, this one. is where it's. This is what they talk. She was talking about. I don't know. If, yeah. How does it pop off? I don't know if I'm competent enough to do it. Whoa, it's like a hall of mirrors. I'm looking at myself on the phone here. Oh. Chipping me out, man. <laughs> oh, it's one My of them. My brain's ready to handle that. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. Slide all the way off. Look. We're getting a I like one oh, here of those, it is. those things. Here it is. So just imagine this. Oh. But the graphic says Uncle the Podcast. Uh, yeah, I like those ones like that instead of the glue. Yeah. 
I have those one. I have the one, but I have the glue. Okay. I was wondering if we can make pops, those. And there's like the pop them. part. It pops up and down. I wonder if we can make a can buy that piece. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sir. We might be able to find those somewhere yeah, and maybe. get them branded. And then and then I can take it off of the glue. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Well, it gave me something idea. to think about. Um, she comes out with these things. Food for thought is what we just ate. Yeah. Food for thought. It's like a dessert after dinner sort of thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's – okay, I do see Ed in the chat room. He is there. He's talking about Uncle Ling's no less. Oh, what? Mm -hmm. Uncle Ling's? I guess that's – I'm not saying nothing about Uncle Ling's. (laughs) What the heck's he at? Talking about his his school is too much. It's either an appetizer or somebody who listens to this show. I can't tell which that is, but uh, it sounds like it could be either one of those things. Yeah. Uncle Ling. Uh, so, yeah. Well, there we are on a quiet type. Um, wait on phone calls. Well, we have uh, Jimmy. I know, Jimmy. We got Jimmy. So. Uh, how are we doing over there, Jimmy? How are we doing over How's there, Jimmy? How's everything going for you? Oh, doing good here. Very good. Jimmy's maintaining, Uncle. Oh. Yeah. What's that? Now, that, that Canadian air's been awful rough on me. I wish that Canadian Robin would call in. He's got some explaining to do. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. I got to listen to him now. I got to have this What's that? His His... The premier of Canada is divorcing his wife. Oh, yes. That's Holding right. his wife? He's divorcing his wife. Oh, who is? Divorcing his wife. Who is? Uh, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, Trudeau. Trudeau is I didn't, I having a divorce? I didn't know. I didn't hear about this, but well, I guess so. When did this happen? Pretty recently. I mean, last few days. Something he doesn't, something she don't like, probably. There's whatever he's doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do, one do. would imagine. We need Robin. Uh, yeah, we Robin. Get on that phone, Robin. He's he's I know he's on there. I know he can call us. He's got the answers. He has. Come on, answer. Robin. Give me the call. I'm waiting on your call. Always a good night when Robin calls in. Because you uh, have to see what's going on in that side of the country. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's same continent, right? Yeah, yeah. Same continent. Same continent, North America. North America. We're all part of the North American community here. We need to be good neighbors and keep up with each other and know That's what's what going I'm on. That's trying to do. Yeah, it's all. That's I'm, it. I'm <laughs> sure that if you keep uh, shaking him, you crave to give him one. I know he'd give you a call. He would. He has. He would. Yeah. He will in the future at some point. I don't know when that'll be, but I'm looking uh, forward to it. I can't wait till the next time. Man, yeah. it's going to be great. Well, We're just living our best life here on Uncle the Broadcast, aren't we, Uncle? Yeah. We're doing what well, we just do. doing for what I'm doing tonight, chatting to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Until we have phones ringing off, this, off the... Uh, on Chuck's side. <clears throat> Indeed. Not bad. I'm my nice open glasses. You like those? We're ta- Wait, okay, yeah, you mentioned the glasses earlier. Do no, you- I didn't hear. On your thing. It's on the computer? 
Is it part of the graphics? Yes, you? yes. Glasses. It's one of these things down here. Oh, this could take a while. Um, glasses, huh? My glasses. That you sunglasses. Wear? Sun. Oh, oh, okay. I oh, oh, now the... I follow you. Okay, so this. Right? Yeah, there it is. Okay, I like that. So the th- like them, people. The thumbnail to one of these short videos we've been talking about. Yeah, right. Features Uncle wearing his sunglasses. And yeah, I think the thumbnail itself is kind of captivating and garnered a few views in and of itself. Yeah. That's the angry uncle at soccer video. Soccer video. That's when I was arguing over something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I don't know how, but people kept on looking at that. Boy, that went pretty well. Mm -hmm. What are you arguing about? We're on to something, uncle. Um, I don't know what the. I think it's these people that are looking at these crazy things and. They just want to look at them. They are. Yeah. Now, there's all sorts of videos that these YouTubers make. We could go about emulating their uh, formats, Uncle, and I'm sure it might do us some good to do that. And some of the videos aren't doing? really going to be doable, like survive two weeks in uh, Antarctica or whatever Mr. Beast happens to be doing. I don't think that's really our style, oh. and we don't want to be – ripping off anybody like that but uh, at the same time we could do those like reaction videos where we watch weird videos we collect online and then we react to them i think would be a good format has to, uncle uh, has we can do that does uncle know yeah. mr beast have you seen the mr beast videos uncle at all no no he, he no. gives he away tons of money you ever see the yes. crazy money video? He gives away, shows up, oh, I'll let you spend $50,000 right now. And people don't believe him. And he does. He lets him spend $50,000. Like, yeah. he just shows up. The only more. ones I saw that had the suitcase, the guy that was a wrestler. I, well, I was watching a bunch of Mr. And, Beast videos. But, but that's all about man with a, with money. I, I was watching a bunch of them this weekend with my son. He's, yeah. He watches them a lot. See, my son brought them to me, too, and he's like, you got to see this. I said, oh, come on. Because he's saying, oh, no, this guy gives away millions of dollars. I said, mm-hmm. who in the hell is going to be on YouTube giving away millions of dollars? He said, oh, no, you got to see it. And I watched and. Lo and behold, the guy does. Yeah. He just like walks in. Yeah, he walks into a Walmart and says, hey, pick out anything you want. If you can figure it out, if you can. He like gives him his credit card and and he's like, "Eh, well, you know what? If you go over the limit, eh, you won't get anything. But if you stay under the limit and then people go nuts and shop. Mm-hmm. And right, you saw these, Aaron, didn't you? Oh yeah, I, I've seen many of his videos, and yeah, okay. he will on a whim just give somebody ten grand, like oh, yeah, do uh, do like just some mundane thing, and he gives you ten thousand dollars. Yeah, I want to know what mall I got to go to, because I mean, dude, <laughs> you know, I know, I know, he's giving people large sums of money yeah. too. I'm sure he's in a mall. But the way sure he went to a, a mall. He went the to like question a, is what yeah. you're saying. What mall? He went <laughs> to a crazy collector store, right? Did you see the collector one? The guy was grabbing like autograph stuff and like big old movie stand up movie props and all kinds of like crazy stuff at like some California uh-huh. mall. Yeah. And they must have had like eighty, ninety thousand dollars worth of stuff. They I put up. Talk to you. No, we're, we're getting all sorts of interesting uh, stuff in the chat room. First of all, mm-hmm. Electric Daz is saying that the reaction videos he thinks would be very good if we did them, and I agree. I think the reaction video is a good format what's, for us to use, Uncle. What's the Greenwich? Like what? 
He's saying um, it's basically so. Mr. Beast does this too. He's got like his regular like co-host guys that show up, and one of those guys, him and Mr. Beast watch various videos they collect all these videos that they find online it's like you know and usually they're themed like let's watch satisfying videos so they'll watch like somebody painting a wall or whatever then they'll watch another video of you know paint being peeled or whatever satisfying videos okay let's work Mm. on that then i can see that being good with your reactions being interesting another good one which might be really good for uncle is if you can find him music or stuff he's never heard before or never seen before Mm -hmm. uh like the music i like the music reaction ones where they're like hey this is what happens when you play uh you know slayer's raining blood for a five-year-old yes yes exactly and it's pretty yeah. funny um those i mean i know it's a total waste of time but <laughs> it's just like it, some of the stuff that happens on there is pretty hilarious when when you like we're gonna do this for the first time this person's ever gonna hear this you know yeah. they, they play metal or they play something weird uh you know like hey this is a song from the 80s and they go mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I think that would be a good format to use of us doing that, Uncle. I think that would work. Okay. Sign yeah. this, this coming weekend. Oh, whoa. Let's get started on it. Okay. Not now. We'll do it soon. Do it soon when you have the time. Because, yeah, I know this week and is. We've now. got another request, Uncle. People are saying they want a cactus taste test. Cactus? Yeah, that way, I, that's your, that's your, uh, they're talking about it's your my specialty, Uncle. Your specialty out there yeah. in, the, in the backyard. That's right. We could uh, take oh, a portion of wait a, a minute. Of wait a minute. <laughs> How about the, um, the, the, uh, the, the ones you're making with, um, to look at. Well, well, yeah. I, those. The different landscapes. I mean, those are nice even to have on us. I would say that they might get something out of that. I got I a combo. Get them out of that. It occurs to me a crazy combo idea, Aaron. You ready for this yeah. one? Okay, it's so it. Uncle puts together one of his dishes, whatever they may be. And then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say it that way. You get somebody with a reaction to the dish. So now you got to come and do a taste test. I don't know if you should do it with the kids or if you should do it with, uh, uh, you know, a neighbor. Like, find somebody who can then do a taste test with Uncle's food. Yeah, it could be like Uncle's dinner party or something. You invite people over and then Uncle cooks and you have to eat whatever he he sets out for you. And then you have a reaction. Okay, Uncle's... Not a bad idea. Right? I know who I can start it with, though. Your son. Yeah. I gave it to him. He'll eat it. It will be. Uh, well, I'm pulling this mark. Try this food. Try this food. So you're going to force me. Uh, well, that's how you have to do it with them. I know you have to do it that <laughs> some way. Yeah, that might be a hard sell, I'm thinking. With but, the, uh, that, I mean, uh, that's why I work, I work it, on him. You have to find ways to encourage the guests to eat your food. And that's where Mr. Beast would be handy to have. Be like, I'll give you $12,000 if you eat Uncle's sandwich. Like, yeah, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull that off, but we have to come up with an equivalent uh, persuasive argument for the person to get them to do it, I guess. Oh. Not well, $10,000 yeah. persuasive, but something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can do a lot with Mr. Beast money, okay? But I don't got Mr. Beast money, neither do you. I don't think Uncle does. So, you know, what, what are we going to do? Hey, look, man, I got 10 bucks for you. Come on. You know, 10 bucks. Walk up to somebody on the street. Hey, excuse me, excuse me. Would you eat this for 10 bucks? Um... You could try that. We could. Might work. Yeah. <laughs> so 
waking up to work. Yet the reaction videos would be good. We may do those. Um, the cactus video I like actually a lot. And that's a good example of something that I would do if we were doing more of – if we got to a point where we had an audience, I knew that we were going to – if we get to the point that we'd like to be, I mean, we'd start making videos like that. I would eat the cactus with Uncle, and it would be eat a something. cactus. Yes, I think that would turn out to be an interesting video, Uncle. The only we'd, problem is it'd be pointy. Well, we'd we'd take the spines off before we eat it, and we'd eat the inside of it, and it'd be fine. It's very soft. Oh, good uh, point. What? Well, we have a very good point. What could be a very successful video segment? What you guys should do is take that food and, and get two hungry bums and let them fight it out for who gets to eat it. Oh, like bum fights the video. Is that what we're talking about? That, that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure everybody got their bum fight videos banned pretty much. That's yeah, all yeah, gone. I know. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think, Jimmy, that, that that's the kind of thing that gets uh, people knocking. And especially now the feds will come knocking on your door. You try and post that on YouTube anymore. Uh, I, I read something about that a couple of years ago from the old successful because that was a big thing on VHS and and yes. uh, early DVD was, was. Uh, the bum fight series. And yeah, those guys got in trouble for sure. I can't remember what exactly ha- happened, but uh, well, they got they a were, lot of trouble. Yeah, did they? Did, do you remember what the charges were on that, Chuck? They they hit them with so much different stuff. It pretty much shut them down because they had a huge successful mail order business, and it yes, got yes. squashed by uh, by all sorts of. They had local state charges, everything. But nowadays, I, I read something about uh, somebody trying to resurrect that idea not too long ago, and I know for sure you can't tr- try and pull that on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, you 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 know, but. There might be a way to do it. Like I said, if you if you're on the street though and you offer somebody money, yeah. that's a different thing. Where it's like if you offer them money, not to you know not to fight, because then you're encouraging a what was it like encouraging yeah. a violent act or whatever. Because yes, yes. You know, but if yeah, no, just, I ugh, the, the bum fights thing. I don't want to be emulating bum fights. Like I, I think if I took anything from those videos, it'd be just the talking to the homeless. I think can be a good thing for video, but I wouldn't want to do the bum fights variety of well, it. Well, they they went crazy. They they went out there with that guy, like the crocodile hunter, for a little bit, and they had bum hunter. Remember? Yes, I think I remember that bit. Yeah, I have seen the videos. Yeah, yeah. They were just like pulling up people out of nowhere. They were pulling them up while they were sleeping and tying them up and all kinds of crazy stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah. They got yeah, all they kinds got of out trouble. of hand with mm-hmm. those videos for sure. Yeah, so anyway, no, no, I would not suggest the bum fight thing. But, I mean, going on the street somewhere in a public space, so long as you are not, you know, so long as, like, businesses don't start calling the cops on you to chase you away or whatever. Oh, you know what? This brings up an interesting point. Just the other day, a Twitch streamer put out some sort of message on social media saying, hey, come down to this park in New York City. I forget which one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be there giving out PlayStations, I think is what he said. And then a bunch of kids showed up and there ended up being a riot. Oh, yeah. yeah the that. riot police came in and now that guy, that Twitch streamer has got charges on him because of inciting a riot. But he didn't take the proper precautions to create security or anything, and he created, like, a flash mob that just sort of showed up and, yeah, just went crazy, out of control, and they started fighting with the cops and everything. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a madness because he was giving away – it was. He was giving away either PlayStations or Xboxes or something. Yep. And, uh, yeah, and just people went nuts. 
Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah. anybody going nuts with them. And, uh, hey, I can put it in my machine. Pop, pop. Well, it's, it's a good cautionary um, tale, Uncle. I mean, we're talking all these, like, goals. Nah, we have, I wouldn't go and, that far, though. You, you not, can't. Not, not, not that far. You can't. I not go that far. And, and you gotta be careful not to. That's that's what we're saying. So we can we can do these videos like, well, let's eat a cactus and make a video, and um, we just have to keep in the back of our mind, Uncle, is like, well, how far is too far? Don't do that. Keep it simple. Don't go too crazy. I only do simple stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like a like a menu shop, a uh, sandwich like I've been doing here. Mm-hmm. That simple stuff. Correct. I mean, but if you do it. More than that, you're looking for trouble. Yes, exactly. We don't want to do that. That's all I mean. We that, want. that, 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 that. Yeah. Now there's, there's, um, it's, it's an odd time because it's, it's got. I feel like we've really got to this point where these streamers and internet celebrities and and influencers, whatever, are at this point where they're doing these wild things. And it's sort of either on the precipice where this sort of thing was going to start happening. Apparently, it is now. And I don't want to get it over, over populated. No, I mean no. he want you want to do a podcast, but not to have it like you're saying. We just want to chase the yeah, overdoing. I don't want to overdo it. No. Yeah, you can't have ten thousand people show up and you got no way to direct traffic. I mean, that's a, that's a yeah, problem. That, that, that's a tip. You know, you well, got about ten minutes left, just so you know, because uh, you're gonna go six over the hour, and we're already at fifty six. So you got about ten minutes left. Okay. Well, Very good. That's pretty yeah, good. We're not all right here, okay? Uh, Fine. Though, um, six men. Uh, we sure know now. Not many callers, only Jimmy. We know. And I guess that last week didn't wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Got a better cut back on my talking. I haven't been talking much tonight. Oh, well, do, do you want to say a couple more words? Because of because of what I said last week was not that good. Oh wait a minute! You know what? I wanted to mention a couple of things. Well, now you want a couple of things. Uh, well, first of all, I want to correct something. I, I mentioned that the Orkney Islands were in Ireland. They are not. They're their own islands off the coast of Scotland. They're kind of affiliated with Scotland, but not really. I don't know. And then I also said that nobody mentioned Jamaica, Queens. Actually, your sister did. And then also I want to say oh. thank you to Carolyn, who gave us a pretty good donation and she said she said yeah she gave us a good donation and she said uncle i enjoy watching your videos and listening to your show so there we go we got a fan there we must be doing something right carolyn was very nice and gave us a really good donation carolyn so thank you carolyn yeah thank you i almost forgot that i I was wondering i was wondering who that was yeah now wait a minute Mm -hmm. she might be listening uh, apparently she is, and yeah, she said as much in the comment on the thing. But did did you want to mention something? I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Uncle. Did you want to mention something like? Very nice to finally listening to me. Yeah, that was nice. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's cool. Um, um and yes. So what we've got here. It's a quiet night, of course. I can understand people not want to. 
It's a good opportunity to workshop ideas, Uncle. That's what we're doing. We're using the shop of trying to make more people listen. We are getting to that point. It seems they are listening. Yes. Yeah, I gotta say they clearly are. They clearly are listening, Mm -hmm. especially to my menus. Yes. To my menus, Mm -hmm. you should. You read in a month to me. We got this money. See this cheese thing. Team and it came off of the cheese thing. I mean, yeah, it's just a menu. It's almost two thousand views right now. Two thousand. We just we just posted it today. So just for us, posted that's it one day and two hundred. You're asking pretty good for something like that. Might be the way to go, Uncle. I think so. So you gotta entice them to call in. You need more. You you need to intrigue them and. Get them to. You got plenty of listeners or viewers. Oh, yeah. You just want more callers. So, yeah, and, and need more so callers. That's I, what, I, exactly what you're saying, Jimmy. That's exactly what I'm looking for. Don't more, be afraid to call. Don't afraid to call the number. Number. The number is three one nine five two seven five zero one six. And that is the number to call every whenever, week. every week. If you want to call me, that's the number to call. Mm-hmm. So, don't be scared. You can use Skype as well. Skype as well and talk into Chuck. You type a message to Chuck, Chuck. he'll bring you on the show. He'll bring you on the show. So Skype or the phone calls. We love having you call in. I think that's what we're going to have to push more, the phone calls. I've been doing the phone pushing them. The the thing on the phone calls is interesting, too, is once you get to a level of a certain size of an audience – Oh, phone calls flow in to such a degree that you got to keep like hanging up on them. This, this we is, do. This is Why is that? People with larger audiences, that seems to be how it goes for them. Oh, our our audience is good and it's great and it's a good size and it doesn't necessarily have to be. Then what is our size? That's talking I, about sizes, you know. Well, <laughs> no. If you, if you notice, like what? on Revolution Night, right, or other nights where we got a lot of callers that come in, I do. I bring them in and out, in and out, because you, oh. you have to. Jimmy can just hang out with us, right, like he's been doing, because hmm. there's not a lot of callers. But if there was more, yeah, you gotta you gotta rotate them in and out, in and out. Right, right, right. Uh, when you that's get to a certain true. level, yeah. That that's the way it yeah. is, and that usually means you got a large live audience, uh, uh, which you know what none of us really, almost nobody's got a large live audience anymore, not a large one. So how are yours coming along, Chuck? My audience I mean, is only uh, the you uh, know not 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 much different than yours live most of the time. It's it's all about uh, the podcast after, you know, yeah, just like these uh, videos when you you're doing them live. Eh, there's few people there, but then thousands of people will go get them later. You know what I mean? That's just uh, yeah, the way they it works. go back to them. They do. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Do. That's a good thing with the podcast. Well, yeah, that's what that's it makes it interesting. Say if, for example, a lot of people was gonna call, but eh, let's wait and see him put it on the app, put it on the show, and we'll get it back to him. And the following week, maybe they'll call. That may be how it works. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you, I've listened to some shows that are like live radio shows slash podcasts. And certain people, usually if it's a celebrity doing a show, they can garner an audience the size that when they start taking calls, the calls keep coming in. And the host tends to like talk to them for like a 
even like a few seconds, and then they just hang up on them. Then immediately they get another call, and they keep going like that for as long as they want, really. So it, it's that's that happens. Oh, yeah, uh, I've had a couple like that back in the past. I had a couple like that. We've got them and, and then jokes in. Oh, it's time! It's time! Yeah. <laughs> uh, money breaks too. Mm-hmm. No, but I've had that. I know what you're talking. It about. sets up an entire different dynamic that we're not used to here. Yeah, because yeah. you end up with like ten people on the line. So right, right. you got to try and get them in, get them in, get them in. And right. uh, I'm having that problem on Friday nights. People are waiting a long time because we're talking too much, and other people are talking too long. And I can't get everybody. Uh, Jimmy could tell you he was on. He was on hold for like uh, over an hour this past Friday on oh, my yeah, show. This past Friday, yeah. Uh, oh, this past. Friday? Yeah, J- Jimmy, you were on. You were on hold like over an hour on Friday, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Me, Van Arkeys, our people. Yeah, there was a couple people that were on hold for an hour because we couldn't get through the calls quick enough. See, that's the thing. You got to change the way that you deliver. If you start getting a whole lot of them lighting up, then you got to move them through quickly. And uh, I did a bad job of it this this week. I, I had I had at least two of them sitting there for over an hour, and uh, did the best I could trying to get through. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right, guys, move on, move on. And I just couldn't even get them, you know. So uh, it was uh, it was tough, but but usually that doesn't happen. We're happy to have one, two callers, you know, everybody's happy. But uh, yeah, when you get a when you get them lined up like that, you got to run them through as fast as you can. And then at the end of the show, there's some guys you didn't even get to. Yep. No matter yeah, how fast you go. True. Well, that's why I push along like for I I'm gonna have a limit on my talking. Five minute talk to the new people. And then if there's another one behind it, it come back, Chuck. If another one behind it comes back, I'll say, hold on, I got to call I'm going to do less talk, more understanding okay. of the person who's on here. Well, see, here, here, here it is, Uncle. I'm set up for that already. The second somebody calls in, if I, I wait like a minute after they got on there, I make sure that they're going to stay on hold, and then I ring your phone, you hear it. So I'm set up. If we got a hundred callers, okay, at the beginning of the show, no problem. I will keep running them through to you, okay. But the thing I, I is, I just wondering about that. Yeah, it's dependent on if that. If I can get them doing and just, wait, I got another call. Yeah. I got another call. Right. I'll, I'll get them. I'll that, get them all. That's what you so would like do. You said I'll pick you, them up. I'll pick them up all. But I, if I got this many, I'm not gonna let's say waste one. Right. That's what I'm not. That's what I don't want to do. Yeah, if everybody but, wanted to call in all at once, no problem. I can handle that. Oh, but you know what the problem oh, was can. for me this past week on the Friday show is I'm trying to talk, and I'm trying to manage other people talking. And what I should have done is I should have put Harlan on hold quicker, and just okay, okay, good. You're done with your point. Put I, I should have moved him along faster, and I wasn't used to doing it. But when I'm that's sitting here just being the is. producer. It's easier because I can just watch that phone line and I know how fast I can run them through. The problem oh, is, I see. Yes. When you do it your own, that's tough. That yeah. I see what you're talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you mean. Because I'm yeah. producing my show too. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. You're producing it and then you're doing it and then you're right. calling. Uh, yeah, yeah. I see that. Do, Uncle. Yeah, that is a lot. See, that's why you need another. 
That's why I need another guy to help me out with the production. Because the thing is, yeah, when need, I do your New you Year's Revolution, we get to everybody, right? Everybody gets yeah, yeah. on. And sometimes, boom, 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 right? We get everybody. Hey, see, uh, you're going to Texas. You're going to Texas soon, right? In November, yeah. Find out if you can find not an ass or ass. Can you, can you, anyways, give me a hand on my producing side? <laughs> Just to say. Find your producer down there. Uh, the producer guy. they got to be in there in yeah, Dallas. Somewhere, somewhere in there. Just to mention it. Well, I'll Just put, mention it. I'll put oh, it out no. like this. If somebody is listening to the Uncle Show right now and wants to help out with production on Ocelli.com, I, I won't hand you Aaron and Uncle Show right away because I handle that. And I don't want to trust nobody else with it until they know exactly what they're doing. But I'll teach you how to produce using my show. If you want, yeah, yeah, I'll teach somebody how one. to produce. If Say you want that. to learn how to do this. And you could be the uh, the other producer and we could mix things up. It would be great. I would love it. We that, could do more shows. That, faster. That's what everything. you need. I see what you need. Yeah. So if you can hit that down, say that. So let's see what happens. You said that. See what happens the next week. Exactly. Info at Ocelli.com. Write to me there, and I will I will set you up. I'll show you how to do it, all of that. If, if you want to learn, I'll teach you. I can't pay you, but I can teach you. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you yeah. know, hey, if things start to work out toward the end of the year, who knows? Maybe we can all start to get a little something out of it, too. But yeah. I, I can't offer that right this minute. First thing I got to yeah, do no. is pay the guys doing the shows. Then after that, right. if we can figure out a way to make everybody a little bit of money, that would be wonderful. But it's not about yeah. the money. If you want to learn how to do this, and I can show you how to run the phones and the uh, broadcast and all that, it's uh, it's very, very helpful. And you, you can take that skill and do your own thing. Make your own radio station after that if you want. But, uh, you know, hey, help me out for a little while. There you go. Yeah. There we go. Well, that worked out. That was a good, uh, uh, was a good offer. Throwing yeah. out there for uh, possibly somebody who could help Even out with the Chelly Radio Network. And I bet you someone wouldn't mind doing it. Yeah. Not just to say. Just to say. And that's, I mean, this goes back to the point of why we're making cheese videos, Uncle. Yeah, going right back to uh, my menu. We're trying. I'm going to my menus. I call it my menus, not cheese menu. Okay, sorry. My menus. That's why we're doing menus. my menus. Okay. That's how you say it. Okay, not, we're not doing cheese videos, okay? We're working on Uncle's menus. Yeah. And we're doing a lot of it. Yeah. And by George, I think we're on to something. We're on to something. Gus even got got his wife into doing the calling out. And she calling. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get my phone. And you know how that goes. So if you want to watch these videos, it's at Uncle Podcast on Instagram mainly, but also actually YouTube. It's at Uncle Podcast now and Twitter. Uh, or X or whatever in the world it is. And we're UncleThePodcast.com. We're at the end of the show for this week, Uncle. Okay, Jimmy. You're up. Okay, shout out for Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy, you got a shout out? Yes, shout out. Shout out to you guys, Chuck, and everyone that can donate. Um, Support the network and have a good weekend. Or actually, I guess the weekend's over. Have a good oh. week. Wait, wait, wait. Take care, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. Uncle, did you want to shout out? Shout out to who's ever listening, I should say, out there. 
to understand my menus and keep on listening and watching. I mean, who's that screaming? Uh, somebody. somebody screaming. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening tonight. Everybody in the chat room, great to have oh, you dude. again at the podcast. That must have been the chat, man. Carolyn, thanks again for oh, the yeah. generous Thank donation. You. We really appreciate it. Uh, Uncle, why don't you bring us home for the day? There's a 300 and fifth episode. Bye bye.